everyone, and welcome back to Social Dialogue. I'm Kaylin. And I'm Scott. Today we're starting the episode off with our Social Media Minute, where we share two major social media stories that have been circulating in the news recently, then followed by a, discu- a discussion on how important networking is and the different styles that are out there. So to start off, um, Facebook has added dark mode to regular messenger settings. So initially, making dark mode was available through an Easter egg within Messenger, so that means about for a month, people are able to access dark mode by entering Messenger, going to a chat, and then changing um, the chat emoji to like a crescent moon. So oh. yeah, so I personally didn't do that. I didn't even, I didn't even know, but I would have changed the dark yeah. mode. As soon as I can, I'm going to. Definitely. Yeah, so apparently within that month, it was super successful. So now Facebook has made the feature available to everyone by creating a simple switch option in the settings. So apart from it looking different, dark mode um, does have health benefits. It gives off less blue light, which can disrupt sleep patterns. Yeah, no, that happens to me all the time. Like, I'll be laying in bed, and like, I'm always craving dark mode just to a little less strain on the eyes. Yeah, I feel like a year ago, whenever Twitter made that option, yeah. I took advantage Me of that, too. so my phone's in dark mode, for at least like on the Twitter app. My whole laptop's in dark mode right now, um, as we yeah. speak. So. No, it definitely helps, especially yeah. because we all know how dangerous that blue light can be to Absolutely. Eyes, especially if you're on the computer every day. Yes. So for my social media story, I did the evolution of video consumption, which was a new report that was conducted by Snapchat Inc. on the evolution of video consumption behaviors and it reiterated the notion that people are constantly turning to mobile to view their TV shows, movies, and sometimes even live television. This is because people are no longer confined to a specific date and time to watch. In the age of catch-up viewing, viewers can watch what they want, when they want, meaning that tuning in live is no longer necessary. And according to the report, short-form video content is becoming more and more popular, particularly with young audiences, which we talked about last week with Gen Z as it aligns with both mobile viewing trends and the increased capacity to watch whenever viewers choose. So for example, Twitter has been working on various tools such as choosing a player or a camera to follow an NBA player or live soccer games on NBC Sports Twitter, which I take advantage of, and we talked about this in the past, is Facebook watch parties. And as TV viewership continues to drop and more people turn to cheaper alternatives such as Netflix, Hulu, and Sling, Social media viewing live is going to be interesting to see how they take away views from TV. And um, obviously, you can't see it here, but in the recap today, I'll have a chart that shows the decline of TV viewership and the rise of mobile viewership. So it's pretty interesting, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Especially, too, and I don't know how much this has to do with it, but just with the progression of iPhones with the larger screen. Oh, definitely. I find myself just, like, carrying my phone around my apartment, whether I'm doing dishes or laundry or whatever, and have my... Yeah. Netflix oh, me too. I'm the same way. I, I watch Netflix on my phone rather than my TV at night, which is mm-hmm. strange. So, in this portion of the episode, we're going to be talking about networking. Networking is a process that fosters the exchange of information and ideas among individuals or groups that share a common interest. It may be for social or business purposes. Professionals connect their business network through a series of symbolic ties and contacts. Um, Now, we all know networking is extremely important for professional and personal growth, but it's kind of developed a bit of a negative connotation over the last couple of years, I think. Yeah, definitely. People tend to think of it as almost transactional and not at all genuine. Yeah, almost like dirty, like you're doing something wrong. Yeah, um, and I'll tie this in later because it's one of the events I went to, but... um, 
I casually mentioned that in conversation, saying, you know, this is a great opportunity to network. And the person I was talking to was kind of like, oh, kind of like hesitant, shied away from the word. Yeah. And I do think it's because a lot of times people think, okay, I'm talking to you to get something out of it. Exactly. And I think that there's a way where it can be a little bit more genuine and like about personal growth. Yeah, it's social. It's kind of social growing together is what networking should be. Definitely. So in order to really make the most of networking and to really benefit from it and have it to be a mutual, you know, beneficial experience, it's important to find the right way, um, the right form of networking and like what works best for you. So networking events, um, we're actually really lucky to be in Boston because there's so many really cool events to go to that provide you an opportunity to connect with people. Um, One of the ones a few of us in the office started going to is called Creative Mornings. Um, They're all over the United States and they have a chapter here in Boston. Creative Mornings is a really cool lecture series. They have a number of chapters all over the country as I mentioned before. And a few of us in the office started going and the first one I went to was, um, it was interesting because the lecture series is about the importance of water, which you think too because it's more geared towards um, people in the creative industry. Mm So we were speaking with someone who was from the insurance industry, talking about the importance of clean water. But it was really great how they kind of tied it all in. It's topical, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that was like a really great experience. Plus, they include breakfast, which is amazing. that matters most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was really cool to talk to people throughout the city that are in creative industry. Yeah, that's like the definition of networking right there. Like people that are like-minded, similar interests that might not include business, but mm-hmm. water is an extremely important thing and everyone can agree that access exactly. to clean water is yeah, so important. Yeah, and just seeing, just because you're not in the industry, yeah. I think there's really cool ways where we could like tie that in. Absolutely. And also too, it was a great experience because it wasn't like we were all exchanging business cards. And yeah. Yeah. So it's it was, more, it's more casual. Yeah, it was very genuine, making a difference. That's great. Another one we learned about there, actually, was She Geeks Out. It's another group that hosts events in Boston to help empower women in the workplace and educate, promote, and support you know, diverse and inclusive That's great. companies. Yeah, so we're definitely going to look into that um, try to attend their next meeting. So these two events are just, you know, just a few. Yeah, There's so of course. Many in the so city. many great ones. Mm-hmm. And they're considered to be... Um, more personal or strategic networks because not everyone, as I said before, has the same exact title. Mm -hmm. Um, So operational networks tend to have people who are in the same industry and they're more knowledgeable about what you do day to day, which is a great resource to consider. And when you're looking back at that, I mean, you're going to start networking as soon as high school and college, in my opinion. And college is obviously one of the first places you're going to really start taking networking seriously because the majority of colleges offer amazing resources while you're there just to get yourself started, such as uh, the career services, building relationships with your professors, say you have an interest in business or economics, just having them as a reference or resource down the road is extremely helpful. And take advantage of clubs and groups and especially alumni. If you live in a large city like Boston, you always find people who went to your school, whether it be just like watching a sports game and you're like, hey, I went to Alabama and Caitlin's like, oh my gosh, I did too. Yeah, that's at home. We have a chapter in Boston and so during football season. It's too um, easy. Yeah, we all met up at a bar every week to watch the games. So yes. that was a great As you should. event. Yes, roll, roll tide. tide yeah. <laughs> so last week, lastly, excuse me, is networking on the line. So everyone knows about LinkedIn. I think that's one of the first places people get vetted 
if you apply for a job, they're gonna check your LinkedIn, make sure that is stays active and always make sure your profile is up to date, even if you aren't looking for a job. Just always keep it up to date. No, it's so true and I'm definitely taking more advantage of that because I checked my LinkedIn a couple of weeks ago, first time mm -hmm. in like oh, yeah. a little bit. And I had a message from um, an organization at Tufts that does marketing and they were asking if they could come in and tour. Yeah. The office, which is like a great opportunity. I'm so glad I was exactly. know, active on my LinkedIn. Yep. Um, it's great for B2B. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. People Definitely. still use it. Lastly, just job boards and online chat groups. Just network any way you can. And if you're online a lot and you start finding Twitter groups that you identify with or anything like that, you'll find your uh, even your personal brand growing. And definitely. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you so much for listening and tuning in next week for a new episode.